Wait, do I keep the headphones on? No. What do you mean? Do I I mean, you can do whatever you want. I like like the hair with the headphones. <laughs> looks good. Sam Ramsdale, Samantha Ramsdale. We're starting, by the way. We're starting. We're starting. You see oh yourself God, right like there in the mirror. You look great. If you want to take it out, feel free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm we just got to make sure out. the levels are, um, you know, up to the up to the standard. So what's up? You're um you're coming from where do you live? Westchester. I live in Stanford. Stanford. Yeah, okay, yeah, where'd yeah. you go to high school? Because yeah. I went to UConn, and I have a number of friends who so are from Stanford. I actually am from Maine originally. Okay. I only moved to Stanford probably like six years ago. I went to Camp Caribou in Maine. <gasps> you did? You heard of that camp? Yeah. Oh, what, did you go to Manitou? Is that like the all-girls <laughs> camp? Do you know about that one, too? No, I was at Chorus Camp. Oh, okay. I, I was a chorus camp. How do you I was know a about camp? How do you know about Camp Caribou? Because Maine's a small state, and yeah. I feel like I just actually one of my friends used to go there. Like growing up, not I wouldn't say friends, like someone I went to high school with. Yeah, it so. was terrible. I went there for three and a half weeks, and That's I never went there. back. But also, like I never was good at the sleepaway camp thing. Yeah, like yeah. I went to sleepaway camp for two weeks when I was twelve years old, like tennis camp, cried every night. And <gasps> oh, then like the instructors do. were trying to give me my Adderall, take it every day. I'm like, I am not taking my Adderall. I'm not the same when I take my Adderall because I was just a zombie, which like every yeah, kid nowadays that takes right, Adderall right. 11, 12, 13, 14, they just shut off their personality. And it yeah. all t- for me to do a little bit better in school. Totally. I was like a D plus student maybe yeah. made me a C student, <laughs> you know, but I had no personality, but you were a nerd. You went to chorus camp up yeah, in Maine. Yeah, it was a chorus camp. I was going to like theater camp and chorus camp. I was like a musical theater. I love that. Loser. Where'd you go to college? Trombone. You played the trombone? <laughs> I, made, I played the trumpet, but only for a year. And my dad bought like a new one for me and he was so pissed Shut when I stopped up. doing it. Yeah. I, He's like, we got to sell this thing. Well, it was like one of those things too where like my family didn't have a ton of money growing up so like it was like an old like whatever instruments they had left over <laughs> like you could have and like the only instrument your school left gave was it a to trombone. you yeah oh okay so um so i played the trombone so yeah i was definitely like a musical theater loser back then but where'd you go um, and where'd you go to college I went i'm to asking UNH. a million questions at a time unh okay yeah. so i went to uconn so unh right. pretty close totally i actually i looked at uconn too it was UConn and UMass. I mean, all the big U's. But okay, all in like the yeah. Northeast. But I liked. Have you been to UNH before? No. No, never been. It's the great. The campus is really nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, like it's country. Really like, is it in the middle of nowhere? Like UConn? Kind of. It's near Portsmouth. Like, I've heard never, of that. Have you been to New Hampshire at all? No. No. I would like to go to that. You know that tournament that they do in New Hampshire, the grass court tennis tournament. <laughs> Oh, Do you yeah, know what I'm talking about in July? Yeah, 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 my bad. I was just like, you know that yeah. tournament that they go to? You're like, what, the chess <laughs> the tournament? tournament? No, that, no they have that. one at the, um, oh, that's in Rhode Island, dude. Rhode yeah. Island Hall Very of Fame. Similar. Yeah, Rhode Island and we New Hampshire. Okay, so you grew up in Maine. Yep. And then you raised. went to New Hampshire. And then how did you end up in Stanford? Corporate job. They moved me down there to Stanford. So, so are you moving out of Stanford anytime soon to move into the well, city? I always said that. I was like, I'll move to the city, you know, after once I'm finally done with corporate to get closer to everything. But I actually love living in Stanford because it's not far. I mean, you were j- you guys went well, you're you went to Bridgeport. That yeah, one yeah. Night. With with Hannah Burner. Yeah, that's yeah, by the yeah. way. That's how Samantha and I met. Hannah, yes. if you're watching. Hello. Hey look girl. at this wonderful friendship you set up. <laughs> so um, we did a show in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Yes. I opened for Hannah and you were uh, featuring as well. We had an amazing time. Yeah, that was but uh, yeah, so Stanford and you're also married too. I'm or not married, you... we, but we've been together like forever. Okay. It's like one of those things. And like, you, you guys live together though, right? We live together. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, Stanford yeah. and I see that you're, you know, you're headlining a bunch of shows. So is yes. the move going to happen soon to New York or you're staying Maybe, put? Like I was trying to see, like I was waiting for all the craziness to somewhat be, you know, with COVID. It was like, 
you know, we were looking at places at one point, but then I don't know. I don't know if I like, I'm not really a city girl, like being born and raised in Maine and like a small town. Like, I, you know, I kind of like being outside and being able to leave the city at some point, you know, like it is a pain in the ass, but it's really from Grand Central to Stanford. It's a 45 minute train ride. Do you ever drive into the city? I do. I do. Yeah. And I do have a car, but like, I just would rather, cause like on the train you can do work. Like I'm normally like just like on my phone, you know, like getting stuff done. So how often so are you like, coming into the city now? Well now probably back to like three, four nights a week, days, nights, something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe even more now, especially now that everything's rampant and roaring. Yeah. And you're headlining all over the place. I see you're doing a show with Shannon Fiedler. Shannon, yes. who was on the podcast a yes. few episodes ago. If you guys haven't seen that episode, check that out. But yes. your headline, where is that show? It's in Connecticut? And, yeah. No, that's actually Wall Boston. Street Theater. She's from um, Connecticut, too. Okay. How, how do you guys know each other? So, um, there was a, basically a booker. I've seen her stuff on TikTok. Like, I definitely... I didn't know she did stand-up comedy until... The guy who was booking was basically like, you know, I see you guys both do TikTok. I mean, you guys both do TikTok and you both are from Connecticut and do stand up. You know, it'd be like a perfect, obviously, like similar age, kind of probably similar target audience, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, so I was like, oh shit, I didn't even know she did stand up. Like, yeah, that would be perfect. Makes sense, obviously. She's hilarious. Yeah. Um, but I also, you know, I didn't know she was so close and was from Connecticut too and all that jazz. So it was like, that would be a perfect. Amazing. So when, combo. when, when is that? And where shout it out? Yeah. So laugh Boston. Um, it's May 23rd, May 23rd. So that's the, that's the, uh, Oh, I guess the week before Memorial day. Yes. Okay. Week before, which is crazy. I can't believe May's next. I week. know it's amazing. You walked over here. You're talking about how hot it was. Yeah. Getting a little I bit did hot not now. expect it. Yeah. It's like 70 degrees. Stunning. This is like, the day we this is the for. day yeah <laughs> this is the day was it, it was like raining this morning earlier yeah so i was like oh it's gonna now be it's crappy, beautiful but now it's gorgeous so let's talk let's talk about your life yes, samantha please. um do you go by sam or samantha sam, sam. Yeah, okay easier right understood know. that's like yeah, ted yeah, teddy whatever right, yeah, um right. so just starting your i guess your comedy career and then you know your tiktok presence how did everything kind of just begin for you you know like you moved to you moved to stanford after college and then just take us from there yeah so very long story short so like ever since i was you know a little girl i wanted to be on broadway like i wanted to be an entertainer performer you know i was that was my dream because I was from Maine. Like I felt like that was the only like thing I knew to like be a performer was to be on Broadway, you know, in a way. And um, and obviously this is way before social media. Well, you had dreams of just like going to New York and being on Broadway. Yes, like I always wanted to live in New York City. Right. Wanted to be on Broadway. And um, of course, my parents, like being from a small town in Maine, were like, absolutely not. <laughs> you know, like that's not a real job. You know, you're going to school <laughs> and yeah, getting yeah. a degree. Uh-huh. So. You know, I was like, all right, well, went to UNH, got a business degree. But I'd always, like, loved singing, loved doing comedy and stuff. But it was, like, you know, for fun, it was, like, it's never actually going to happen and, no, like, did be you a real do, job. Did you do any theater at uh, college when you were there? Um, I did, like, UNH wasn't a hu- huge theater school, but I actually was in a band. So it was, like, kind of, we would do, like, some little, like, local small gigs. It wasn't, like, and it was, like, cover songs and so nothing crazy. And plus, like... You know, I was trying to be, like, cool back then, and I really, you know, I was like, I didn't think there would ever be, you know, a chance for me to ever be able to do really what I loved. Like, I was kind of like, you know, I could just got to do the 9 to 5 thing, you know, like society and my parents are telling me to do. So, flash forward, I get moved to Stanford a couple years after college for this corporate job, and I was like, oh my god, it's so fun, I always want to live outside New York City, this is, like, perfect. Yeah. 
And, um, but I hated corporate America. I gained like 60 pounds. Like I was almost 200 pounds at one point. Wow. Well, you look I amazing. Like, no way. You. So were you just yeah. sitting a lot? Well, yeah, I was just, and I was just in my car. Like I was driving around, like yeah. I was like in corporate drive sales. To sit, driving to drive to sit. Yeah. In traffic all day. I was smoking like two packs of cigarettes a day. Oh, damn. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> like you would not recognize me like five years ago. Five years ago. Yeah. You'd be like. Yeah. So like you were working that you were working that corporate job for how many years then? So that was like yeah, like seven, six, seven years. Seven. Well, I'm, how old am I? So like, I graduate college twenty two. So I'm thirty two now. So and I quit my job last year. So yeah, like ten years. You know, which is crazy. Like I, <laughs> so old. But you're living um, the dream now. But, but so now, you're good. right? So yeah. So get you know. So uh, living outside Stanford and. So unhappy. Like, I was just depressed. Like, I was like, I feel like I'm, like, living this job that I never really wanted to do. And long story short, like, I basically saw this energy healer, like, went through this whole... Like, Like rocks? Do you see these rocks also? Yeah. What are these called? What are these? That's a rose quartz. Rose quartz. This is for the mood, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. I got it on Amazon, though. (laughs) So embarrassing. I feel the energy from here. Good. Um, No, it's like... So... Basically, she, you know, she was an energy healer and, like, an empath and psychic. You know, she was, like, basically this, like, witch doctor woman. And she was, like, you need to do what you've always loved to do. It's going to make you happier. You need to do what you've always loved. And, I, you know, I was, like, maybe I should just start singing, you know. I'll just start singing. Started taking singing lessons. And that and was just, like, after work yeah, for fun? Yeah, for funsies. I, and, then I, and then I was, like, oh, I start to like this. I started losing weight. And I started working out, nice. eating healthy again, not smoking two packs of cigarettes, quit smoking. And, um, yeah, literally within like a couple of years, you know, I'm like, this is, I started when I was like 27, like getting back into it. And then a couple of years later, you know, right before COVID, I was in a band doing like four or five gigs a week. Oh, wow. I was doing like, I was just, I was doing improv comedy. I started an improv at UCB. And nice. Was some improv Love at UCB. UCB. Obviously, RIP kind of. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, it comes back at some point. But yeah, we'll see. Um, so was doing improv. It used to be loved improv. I had so much fun doing improv, and then started getting into stand up. I took like um, the Manhattan Comedy Stand Up School. Where is that? Know. Again, I've heard of that. So I, I don't know where they do it now. Obviously, after COVID, but um, technically, it's through Gotham. It's like Gotham's like. Stand up class is that, and you were you were doing it at Gotham Comedy Club. Well, they do the rehearsals like at one of the studios, like I forget um, one of those. In, in, oh, right, right. It's like know. an office building, yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, so I was just was like getting into stand up. Maybe I had done like three or four open mics for stand up, and was I mean I was posting on Instagram, but nothing like what I'm doing now, obviously. And then COVID happened, and I was like, I was just about to do my first, because I write music, too. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I was, like, writing music and doing comedy songs. I was just about to interrupt you and say, like, right as COVID hit, I was trying out for the Lloyd teams for UCB. Yeah. So, like, I was... Oh, my God. My audition, first of all, we had um, our 401, if you guys don't know about UCB, Upright Citizens Brigade improv thing that they have in uh, New York. You go 101, 201, 301, 401, and then if you're good enough after 401, you go and you're on a 
the team that performs once a week yes. at UCB. So I was, we were supposed to have our show like March 15th. And you know, like March 15th was Stop. the day like everything shut down. So I was like super fired up. I was like, okay, I want to change my career. You know, like this was that, this was a year before I actually fully jumped into comedy, yeah. but I was thinking like, okay, now I want to jump into comedy. And then as soon as the pandemic hit, we didn't have the show, didn't try out for Lloyd team. And then I ended up staying in my dad's company for like another year. So it was like kind of traumatic for me. But oh anyways, go ahead. Yeah, so no, what happened as soon as the pandemic happened? Kind of. Well, I, so I basically like, I wanted to do a one woman show. Like, you know, then my kind of dream was like, oh, well, if I could do, you know, I didn't know Singing, really, like, stand up. yes, do it all. Improv. You know, of course I'm like, you know, I love singing still, of course, and I love doing comedy. So I'm like, oh, I wish I could like do find a way to do both yeah. in a way and like make it almost like more of like a variety show. Like I love Bo Burnham. Like growing up, he was like my huge inspiration. So I love I play piano. So it was like, you know, I so I do have some songs that I've written and I was booking. I booked and this was like right around the same time. It was like early March. So I had booked 2020 yeah. to do a show at this club Bonafide, which doesn't even exist anymore. It's on like. 60th Street, and to do like my first like one woman show if it's like 50 people. But how did May you how did you uh, curate that though? Just like by taking classes, like how did yeah, you yeah taking classes? I had a coach, and I like had just had stuff that I had been writing for like years, but like never actually went and performed it. Like it was more like kind of like monologue type like um, stories that I had written with like a you know I, I wouldn't say it was like the best stand up of all time, but I was like oh I'll do like these you know, songs. I had like eight songs that I had written, comedic songs. And I was like, in between, I'll kind of do like a monologue to introduce that song. And in my way, it's like, you know, like a stand-up bit of what I, you know, like what I thought was, I was doing stand-up back then. So it was like, and I was working with like a producer and yeah, and it was like, we booked it May 1st, 2020. And I was like, holy Aye. fucking shit. Like, well, that's also funny because like March 15th, I feel like everyone was like, oh, May 1st, the Corona will be gone. Right? Well, well, the show will still happen. Totally. Well, that's what, ha you know, it was like, oh, that's kind of scary. But like two weeks, you know, and we'll be good. May yeah, 1st we'll is like so good. far away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we don't have to worry about that. Psych. <laughs> um, so, I, yeah, so it was like, obviously, you know, what it came to it was like, well, what the fuck am I going to do now? Yeah. You know, and I, I literally, like, I have videos, you know, of course, of me just, like, sobbing and, like, being, like, I'm going to give up. Like, this is, like, obviously the universe is telling me that, like, this isn't my path. And, like, I should just stick with corporate America and just, like, give this up. And It sounds like we were TikTok in the exact same situation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, please. So, uh, for those of you who don't know or have never heard of Samantha Ramsell, I guaranteed you've if you're watching this game. podcast, you, you've seen one of her TikToks for sure go viral. So, let's talk about how you got into TikTok. Was that yeah. right around the pandemic? Because right I do around. remember May 1st was probably the day that, like, everyone found out about TikTok. You know, like, yes. I, it yes. took me probably a year, a year and a half later to really get into it. I was like, yes. what is this dumb craze? My sister was doing dances on the, yep. the screen yep. or whatever. Yep. So I was confused. Same so how did you get thing. into it? So I remember too, like early on, I was like, I already feel like I was doing Instagram. You know, like I was trying to do Instagram, I should say. Um, and I was like, oh, I don't want to do tech. You know, it's like a whole other app. It is so young. Like all these kids, yeah. like, yeah. what am I going to do? And, um, so, but then it started just taking off and I started seeing these, you know, of course these people just like blowing up. And one of my friends had done some videos that went really well. And I was like, oh, well, 
I'll just start messing around. Well, was it. this person near kind of the same age as you? Yes. Okay. Because yes. yes. that my friends was in her thirties. That must have given you inspiration, you know, because totally. you're seeing all like the 18, 19 yeah. year olds do dances with their yes. shirts off and stuff. Yes. And one of my friends who's in her thirties who also like does some comedy. She was like, I started doing a TikTok and this video got a hundred thousand views. And I'm like, holy shit! Like I've never had an Instagram video that's gotten a hundred thousand views. So I literally the first video, if you go all the way back, <laughs> and you post, do you post a lot? I try to once a day. Okay. Yeah. Um, there was a part of point when I was doing more, but now I'm at the point where I can do like one a day. Yeah, amazing. I'm jealous because I'm doing four times a day, says Gary V. Gary, what's going on, bro? <laughs> I don't have as many followers as Sam, but like that, I'm just trying to get to the point where, yes, I could hopefully post once a yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it gets and a lot of traction. There, you know, like in the beginning, that was me too, just trying to figure it out. And it was like the first video, I literally just was like, <laughs> 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 I just like, <laughs> Like, just to be stupid, to be like, what is this app? So it's like, just like, blah, blah, blah. and also, correct me if I'm wrong, like, TikTok, I mean, maybe none of your friends were initially no, following none of my you. Friends. Like, yeah, I had, like, so like, you were cool doing friend. that. I had no fault, like, except my one friend. No one else was on it yet. And I was like, kind of embarrassed to be on it, too. You know, like, that was the point, too, where it was like, what the, like, most people still didn't know what TikTok was. And it got 80,000 views. This life. is your first video? My first video ever with no followers. And I, and I would was like, think that holy well, shit. Well, also, but sometimes they juice up those first <laughs> totally. few videos, oh, right? Of course. Get you addicted? Well, they do it to do. Oh, 100%. 100%. So, but it does, you know, you're like, oh, shit. Like, again, you know, of course, I was on Instagram, and I'm like, I'm lucky if my videos now get, like, 200 views of my singing covers and stuff. You know, I was posting, like, covers and, like, some, you know, like, my beginning sketches, which I look back now, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I was doing, like, cat voiceovers. With, on like, TikTok or Instagram? Stuff. Instagram. Okay. And um, so I'm like, okay. So, I mean, really, you just got to watch it. Like, I remember I was like, all right, I got to figure out this app, because if it's that easy to get 80,000 views. How many followers did you get off that first video having 80,000 views, like if 2, you remember? 000. Okay. Yeah, which still, I was like, that's almost as much as I have on Instagram. At that point, yeah. You know, I was like, from one video that took me five seconds, literally. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, who is watching this? And it was, with the, it was probably was like, the with, dynamic, the actual, the age group of people who probably started doing TikTok like loved it. eight-year-olds are like, oh my God, what is this? This is hilarious. Keep scrolling. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so literally I was like, okay. I got to figure this out. Started watching, started figuring out, figuring out there were trends, you know, because that was the other thing too. Like trends are like, you know, TikTok like really capitalized on being like a niche trends, you know, like you can only know if you're on TikTok, it feels like now it's coming over to Instagram, but trying to figure it out. And really it was like, you know, again, if you see my early stuff, it's like me doing covers, me doing, trying to do funny, you know, skits, me trying to, you know, do videos with my cats, with my dog, and then there was this one trend that was like, um, you know, showing off something that not a lot of people know. And you go like this, and then you like reveal what it is, like on your face or something. And I did the big mouth, and that got like 200,000 views. And I was like, and I wasn't even like really trying for years. It was like, I have a big mouth and, you know, like big lips. And it was like, you know, and I put like big red lipstick on. And I was like, oh, oh. And so, you know, so I started to see that trend of like people liked when I did the mouth thing. And, you know, of course, you see all these creators. There's, a hot, I mean, millions, I feel like, now of creators on there where it's, like, com singers, comedians, I mean, everyone, chefs, like, whatever you are, you can find a niche on TikTok. I was like, what do I have that's different? Like, what do I have that no one else does that I can use, like, to my best ability? I was like, 
well, I do have a really big mouth. Yes. So anytime, you know, first it would start with trends and like anytime a filter, like it needed like a big mouth filter, I would just not put a filter on and just, and some of those videos would just hit and I first would start to get like my first million view. And then really when it started to blow up was my first like super viral video that got 80, 80 million views <laughs> was in October of 2020. Jesus. And it was, I don't know if you were Wait, on October of 2020. Okay. Okay. So yeah, later in 2020, I'm yes. like just starting to grow. I was just about like having like 200,000 followers, you know, and I did a video. And if you were on TikTok at the time, you'll remember is that I want to see your cheeks glow red, red. Do you remember that one? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> to be honest, I don't. Okay. Well, you'll see I also wasn't on TikTok probably yeah, at that time. I was, time. Say, I it was still in the, yeah, just was, in the early phase. I, I must have, I must have got on TikTok just the beginning that, of yeah, 2021. Yeah, yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, and it just, it was a lip sync. And at the end, like, you know, I made my mouth this big, you know, like I was like eating the camera basically and it blew up. I think I gained like 200,000 followers overnight. Wow. Just from one post. From that one video. So discovering that you having this big mouth, having a niche. Yep. How, where did it take off from there? Because well, now you're like, going, you're visiting restaurants, you're visiting sandwich shops, yes. and you're doing a lot well, with it's that. like you follow what people like, you know? Like, it was like, you know, I see what video does well, figure out how to do it again, you know? So it was like, and responding, like, the other thing was responding to comments. Like, that always did really well for me because people, of course, then after that video, and my, you know, people saw the mouth, the gape, um, you know, had all these questions like, okay, you know, if your mouth is that big, how do you eat an apple? If your mouth is that big, like, how do you... Well, first, how do you... And you would do eat? videos on responding to these? Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Smart. So that was, like, one of the infamous, like, donut videos. You know, someone was like, you know, <laughs> if your mouth is so big, how do you eat a donut? And I'd be like, oh, you know, one bite and, like, 30 million views. And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> so it just kept, progr- it kept progressing. Yeah, and then people... I'd see more comments of, like, you know, if your mouth is so big, like, you know... Go, you know, can you eat a sandwich in one bite? Yes. You know, and then the sandwich thing. Subway, like, I did a whole Subway sandwich in one bite, and that, too, got, like, 50 million views. Six inches or a foot long? Six inches. <laughs> okay. <laughs> either either you way, imagine. impressive. Either I was just right, right. <laughs> can, like, you can you imagine? Literally. What's that movie that everyone always brings <laughs> up that he eats the Subway sandwich in one bite? They're, like, the aliens. Do you know what I don't know. Should now? we look it up? I forget what it's called. People, whoever's listening and knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, put it in the comments. But it's, like, um... It's this movie where, like, the aliens come down, and he's at the dentist's office. Or, you know, they have the huge mouths. Oh and one God. of them's, like, he, the scenes is he at the dentist's office. He opens his mouth. Aliens with huge mouth. That's what I should say. I oh, know. my God. I put up Subway sandwich, one bite, and the first video that comes up is a video of you. <laughs> Woman with the world's largest mouth eats entire. That is nuts. That is so Eats entire. Funny. Hold on. No, literally, if you type in Eats entire portion of McDonald's fries in one bite. Stop. Look at that. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that was I'm showing the camera. Crazy. Oh, you guys can't really see it there. It's yeah. kind of small, but I'm zooming in. Um, okay, so I mean, yeah. this is... So anyways, was, yeah, there's a movie. You know, so it just started, so and it would just roll, and I'd, obviously, I'm like, well, if you can't beat them, join them, and just leaned into it, and then I was like, well, there's a way that I can make this my brand, because it's like, you know, mouth is used for a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Um, so I'm like, you know, it's used for singing. It's used for my comedy. So like, you know, this big mouth brand, you know, like actually like kind of works for me because I am just like a weird kind of quirky person anyway. Weird so and like, proud. 
Yes. That's your podcast. That's my podcast, yes. too. Yeah, so I kind of leaned into this whole, you know, weird vibe. And, um, yeah, literally, you know, it was within that year. I think at the end of 2020, I'd hit a million. And then now I'm at three million, wow, which is great. crazy. Yeah. It just, you know, it's hard to believe that they're real. <laughs> Well, do you find that you're getting a lot of traction from the TikTok um, spilling over into the comedy game and comedy stuff? Yeah, well, you know, um, obviously it's a whole different ball game. You know, I think a lot of people look at it and I, you know, I think a lot of comedians, stand-up comedians are like, okay, these TikTok losers are trying to come up and like do stand-up, which yeah, like stand-up is an art and it's something you also have to do a million times in order to get good at it. You know, it's like, and like anything, like a lot of things, but it's, it's definitely helped with at least having an audience and obviously being able to like have venues that if, you know, I went to laugh Boston and was like, <laughs> Hey, I, you know, if I didn't have any followers and we're like, Hey, I've been doing comedy for, I mean, technically since the end of the pandemic. So like a year and a half, you know, can I have a show? <laughs> can yeah, I have I mean, a show? A, they would have been like, yeah, totally. No. And it's just a lot easier <laughs> when you have like the backing behind you and right. the support. Yes. You know, and like, I'm just, you know, having a good community that's, you know, I'm so grateful to be like, I have a community that supports and like comes out to the shows and, you know, wants to see me. Like, it's just, it's cool. It's, it's crazy when you think about it. You know, you take a second and think about it, be like, that is wild. Like, you know, like people like watch me, even when people come up to me on the streets, I'm like, oh my God, people watch me. Love that. Also, when we, you came, you were at the Ted Jones comedy show uh, a yeah. couple of weeks ago and one of the comics on the show, Josh Adam Myers, yeah, I believe, yeah, he's yeah. like, I've seen you on TikTok yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. So you get that it. a lot. Yeah, and you know what is funny? You're like, oh, yeah, I forget. You know, like, I'll just be walking down the street in my own world, and someone will say something. I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, I forget. Like, I'm, like, on TikTok. Basically, I mean, it's given me an amazing audience and, like, ability to, like, kind of skip. You know, like, every comedian's like, you got to skip, like, so much of some of the bullshit. Like, you know, like, most comedians who are doing stand-up before social media, like, you would just have to go to open mics. Yeah, it takes years. Years and years. Like, some people are, like, literally 10 years before I felt confident to headline a show, you know, before I was headlining or even having my own show. You know, five years of going to open mics, going to shows, bopping around, doing seven-minute sets. Yep. Five nights, you know, five times a night, you know, bopping from club to club. So... You know, I definitely have done that. You know, and of course, I still need to put in the work and I still need to practice. That's why a lot of the times, you know, I'm trying to go to as many shows as I can because I know I need to practice, too, and just keep doing it over and over again. So I do still feel like, you know, I need to put in the work to some degree and keep doing it. But when did you find out that you had the biggest mouth in the world? And do you actually have the full biggest mouth in the world? So what happened also, you know, again, from TikTok, it was like. All, you know, I joke that it's like the TikTok children of America. All my comments would be like, if your mouth's so big, do you have the Guinness World Record? Like, you've got to talk to Guinness. People would tag Guinness in all my videos. And Guinness has a pretty big social media presence. They're okay. really good. And they emailed me. Literally emailed me and were like, we've seen your work. <laughs> like, what we see. Yeah. And they were like, send us, here's like everything to apply, like, Send us your your measurements, and they basically sent me a list of like everything that they needed for me, all the qualifications they needed me to send. And at the end of the day, and a couple months later, back and forth, they were like, they came out. We did the measurements, went to a dentist, the official like, you know, officiant of uh-huh. Guinness World Records was there, and they were like, all right, you got the record. So I technically have the title is largest mouth gape. 
in the world for a female. What does that mean? Like the gate, you keep referring to that. Because, well, first of all, I think it's the word itself is just like hilarious. <laughs> it is a good word. I'll give you that. <laughs> but I just like when the, I found that out, like when Guinness was like, no, it's not. Okay. I had to ask them to put mouth in there. It used to just be largest gape. Oh my gosh. And that's like, and like not that specific enough. That is the enough. funniest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Like what does and that even like, mean? You put mouth, because like apparently like they're, I don't know. It was like. Sorry, it's my pops. Go ahead. No worries. Basically, it was like, you know, it's like not the mouth itself. It's the area within the mouth. So they're like specifying. It's like the gape, the area of the gape that's really big. I don't know. But anyways, but they had gape in it. And I was like, like, yeah, we should change that or put mouth in there. And I was Uh like, well, just keep the gape. Like make it mouth. When did this happen? That this was July of 2021. Okay, and you, do you feel like you've gotten more traction from that? <gasps> Definitely. I mean, not as big as like you know. I didn't. I don't think I got like hundreds of thousands of followers from it. But I think more to just to say that. You know, to be like, oh, she's got the Guinness World Record. Like, I feel like I got a lot of press. Like, I definitely got like a ton of press around that time. Like CNN, like I was on CNN. Oh my God. Amazing. You know, like I was on daily news, did the Ellen show. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So it was like, it was more just like a press, like, you know, moving forward. What do you look to do? Just headline more, get more involved in New York city clubs. Yeah. Like try like? and just obviously keep working and practicing on my show, working on, get it to a spot where I can, you know, do more shows in New York City. Do you still want to do? Do you still want to do a one woman show? Yeah, and that's kind of what I'm trying to build on. And if you Great. do, if you ever come to my shows, like even at Laugh Boston, obviously I'm sh- we're you know co headlining with Shannon. But if you come to one of my shows, like I'm doing one in Philly on July 10th. So if you're in Philly at City Winery, and what is it, is it your website that uh, we can yeah, find like that on my website, or you know just go to my Instagram to you know my link in my bio, um, but also on my website SamanthaRamsell.com. But um, I do a little bit, you know, it's like I do some stand up, I do some original comedy songs, I do like some interactive stuff with the audience. I obviously bring my boyfriend James up. We mm-hmm. do a whole thing because mm-hmm. <laughs> people love. If you've seen my TikTok or my Instagram, you've seen my boyfriend James loves to. Well, actually, he doesn't love. I love bringing him. <laughs> <into> <laughs> he would probably be fine without it. Um, so it's a whole, you know, we have fun. It's a fun show. So how many shows do you have lined up? I guess through the summer. I think I have like 10 headlining shows. Wow, that's great. Yeah. And then in between, you're trying to get and in on between, shows trying here. To do like, a, you know, stand up New York is good to me. So nice. Um, I showed there tomorrow night. Great. Just um, you or you're on the, the lineup? I'm on the lineup. Okay. Yeah, By the way, yeah, yeah. Sam is doing comedy night with Ted Jones. Yes. Saturday, uh, May 28th, yes. 9 p.m. at the pit NYC. Oh, it's the the pit NYC, right, 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 right. so yes. it, it, like um, uh, up in Chelsea on like 29th yeah, 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 yeah. Street. So yes. it should be super fun. I'm yes. pumped for that. Yes, I haven't, cool I haven't, um, haven't done that venue yet. Yeah, so it'll cool. be great. So if you guys are interested, yes. check the link in this YouTube video. It'll be amazing. It That'll be so fun. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. So you have ten shows lined up through yes. the end of summer, and what from there? I mean, you know, you know, it's, I know it's t- it's tough to. You know, well, I love, you know, I do love traveling yeah. and um, love doing the food stuff. Like, obviously, if you see, it's the Talk more the about that. Talk more about that. Of, well, of course, like having the big mouth doing the one bite thing evolutionized to like 
people recommending big foods for me to try. Yeah, and then you know? like so, meeting up with the food god, and then Sebastian Maniscalco. Yeah, stuff like that. so it's also opened up. You know, it's everyone loves food. Like food is one of those things where it's like it's the least offensive thing because it's like who doesn't love food? I mean, people still find a way to get offended. It's so much <laughs> too many bites. Yeah, it's like oh, I hate chicken. You know, it's like you chicken killer. Um, but. You know, people love food. I love food. Like, I, like the only thing I spend my money on is food. Like, my bank account is a food diary because it's just, like, that's all I spend my money on. And I've always loved food. So it's fun to be able to, like, find big foods. And obviously, I just love food in general. But um, Are restaurants reaching out to you now? Yeah. Oh, Well, and especially wow. ones that have, like, I start, did a lot of sandwiches. So I was doing, like, a sandwich Saturday because I kept getting so many sandwiches to try. Because that's, like, a big, fun food. I love sandwiches. Sandwiches are my favorite food. And people kept recommending places, especially, like, in this area. It's, like, the sandwich capital of the world. Well, you know, like, like question. Like. What if you did, like, a, like a one-bite of the sandwich and started rating sandwiches? Well, something that's what like I've been that. doing. Well, I s- rate them in the beginning. I did start to rate them. But it's so hard to rate sandwiches. Especially when they're different. When they're different breads. Different, like a fried chicken sandwich compared to, like, a Philly cheesesteak. You know, it's like, how do you compare them? You know, I was thinking maybe at some point, like, I rate just the Philly cheesesteaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have, like, chicken a... Chicken cutlet. Do you have a favorite sandwich that could so potentially I help? That sandwich. I get that question. Well, my favorite, like, my go-to, I'm a turkey BLT girl. I know you're vegan, but, like, okay. I love bacon, turkey, but avocado. I, I, I think, like, a lot of places and delis and sandwich places would have that on the menu. Oh, like, that do. would be their they go-to do. sandwich. Yeah, but that's not everyone's favorite sandwich. You know, like, I feel okay. like a lot of people are right. like, like, I ordered a turkey sandwich the other day, and they're like, ew, why'd you order turkey? <laughs> like when Dave Fortnoy like, does the cheese pizza, it's very vague. Like, everyone right. loves cheese pizza. Right. You know, like, if I feel like if I were to go to a sandwich, I'd do, like, an Italian combo. You know, I feel like an Italian here is really popular. You know, like, cold cuts, like, salami, you know, type of thing. But... You know, it's like, then there's only so many you can do, you know? So I, at some point, I do, I've probably done, like, over 80 sandwiches. Like, I want to put them on my website and, like, maybe give, like, pros and cons yeah, of it. Yeah, I like know, that. Or some way to filter it. Or maybe you just allow the uh, restaurant or sandwich shop to be like, this is our favorite sandwich. You rate it. And that's what Something I try, like that. you know, that's, you know, that's also, I do try to do that. It's always so hard, too, because a lot of people, there are sandwich shops who could care less about social media. You know, like, when I come in, like, literally, I went to this place in the middle of Connecticut, and they were like, I don't know. Like, well, why care. do they reach out to you, then? Oh, no, well, some of them don't. Like, okay. you know, like, I really will just go, because people are like, you really need to go to this place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, people insane. tell you. So you're not yeah, all, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. just exclusively going when restaurants ask you. No, 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 But no, I'm no. sure restaurants ask you all the yeah. time. Yes, yes. But a lot of them, like, you know, they just aren't big enough. I'm like, get that, you know? Yeah, get your game <laughs> Step up. Step it up a little bit. Yeah. We'll talk. So what's your favorite sandwich shop in Connecticut, then? <laughs> so this place... I don't know if you saw recently, like two weeks ago, I went to the spot called Carbones, and it's literally in Torrington, I think Connecticut. I, I think I remember this. It's like on the Massachusetts line, which is like middle of nowhere, Connecticut. And they don't even have social media at the spot, which like I kind of loved. And these, they call them grinders, which I also think is an interesting topic of debate. Like what people call a sub versus a grinder versus or a hoagie. Or a hoagie. You know, there's all these names for it. But they called Grinder, and it was 16 inches, and Oof. it must have been, it must have weighed 10 pounds. Like, it was ginormous, and if you go on my Instagram or TikTok, you'll see it. Because that, that was the one I did the turkey of, because I was like, ooh, this is huge. If I'm going to do this big, you know, I'll do one that I love. Yeah. People are like, ew, turkey. <laughs> 
How do you feel social media has changed you then? Obviously for the greater, but like yeah. it transferred over to your Instagram yeah. a little bit as well. Yes. How did you transfer well, that? Luckily, I know most people on Instagram won't agree, but Reels, when they announced Reels on Instagram, that's when my Instagram popped off because I could just literally copy paste onto Instagram. You know, it takes no extra work for me and easy recyclable content that for people who aren't on TikTok or you know, I feel like it is just like a little bit of a different audience on Instagram, you know, who I have on Instagram versus it's a little bit older. And, you know, I feel like it's like they want more of the comedy, the comedy stuff, like a little bit more. They love more of the James stuff and interactive versus TikTok. Like, you know, again, I think most of my I think like 30 percent of my audience is under 18. So if a third of your audience is in high school, like they're gonna love that. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> <laughs> the actually the funny stuff. You're right, you're right. The real funny stuff. <laughs> um, so so it's just you know I've kind of learned the differences between them, but I, I, you know just to have even 150 on Instagram is amazing too. Like never did I ever think 150 thousand. Do you still put? the same tiktoks and like on instagram reels so you still kind of keep it the same like you know i kind of almost use tiktok as like a trial board you know i'll put stuff out there if it does well then i'll put it on instagram um and especially like if it goes along like again like people on instagram can be so i mean everyone can be mean but like you know it's <laughs> they're all mean but i feel like sometimes people get annoyed with the mouth stuff on instagram where they're more accepting of it on tiktok has anyone reached out to you that you've been like what this person follows me Oh, um, Jordan I'm... Sparks follows me. Okay. Um, Who's that? Like Tell me since every window air. That song? Can't live, can't be with no air. That's it? It's yes. half the end when you want to start singing with me. No air, no air. Oh, there you go. All right, we got that for free. Amazing. Stunning. So Jordan Sparks. Um, who else? else? Um, American Idol, correct. Right? Yeah, she was on American Idol. But I, I loved her. I was a huge American Idol girl. Like, you know, musical theater was my thing. Clay so Aiken was, like, was my cousin for like shut up. two years. What? Not by blood. So he oh, okay. was married to one of my third cousin's wife. That's and then they got hilarious. divorced, so I'm no longer How? related to Clay again. <laughs> but it was fresh just, while it lasted. What is he up to these days? I don't know. Like Clay, why like, don't you shoot Clay. into the podcast, man? He comes on next episode. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what he's doing. But like Ruben Stuttered, what's he doing? There's really yeah, only a handful of American Idol people that are still doing stuff. Yeah. Kelly Clarkson just got a huge divorce. Oh God, you see that? She was amazing. Yeah, she's I saw her incredible. at Jingle Ball one time. And the whole <gasps> really? time, she's like, oh, I can't believe it's happening oh God, to me. And she's literally the whole time waving. Some people oh, wait a lifetime God. for a moment. Like these. Yeah, so she was great. Miss Independent. Oh, yeah, so, like, no. the bangers. Classic bangers. But, like, I, she was really the only American Idol and that Carrie wanted Underwood. to do it. And Carrie Underwood. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> Any guys from that show do well? Chris Daughtry? Yeah, I was just going to say okay. Chris Daughtry. Is he in a oh, band now? Where did he go, though? No. I feel like I saw him, and then um, there was another guy, too, who I just saw who was, like, on TikTok. You know, it's so funny. You see some of these, like, artists from, like, 10 years ago. You're like, where the fuck did that person go? Like, Mo Mike like, Poser had a great couple years, and now I see him on TikTok. Yeah, He's, like, going to the Arctic Circle, like, climbing Mount Everest. <laughs> Keep it going, Mike Posner. I love your songs. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, you'll see, you'll see everyone on, on TikTok. You'll see on TikTok, you're like, oh shit. And your presence is so much bigger than a which lot really of these celebs, which is crazy. It's like sometimes I'll see some celebrities and I'm like, oh my God, it's really wild. But like, yeah, like if, um, who was it who I saw the other day? There was like a Disney star and I was like, oh shit, I used to be obsessed with like that. Like Ashley Tisdale. <laughs> was it her? 
think she was, was in high school musical. Yeah, I think it was actually just yeah. And we like. Here's you know, my school, by the way. My high school, up. so random. I do love her. Yeah. She's Jeez. older than me, so I didn't know her, but I had like a lot of, I went to a professional children's school. You did? Yeah, you know professional children's school? I don't know. You know I, of it? Yeah. Okay, so school for actors, singers, dancers, models, Wait, athletes, whatever. I didn't know and this. the reason I went there was so, like, if I needed to go to Florida uh, to play in a tennis tournament on Friday morning, it was my match or yeah, something, I'd yeah. leave Thursday night, and then the school would send me homework. So I'd do the homework, and then I'd take the test when I got back. So it was just basically like Where a lenient this? schedule. In New York City, yeah, right? 60th yeah. between Columbus and Amsterdam. What? You went there your whole life? No, I went there my sophomore, junior, and senior year of high school. Wow. How do you know that school, though? I'm well, impressed you know it. Like, actors and singers, like, if you wanted to be, like, on Broadway, you know? like Yeah, oh, my God, so like, much of that. Sense. So I know a lot of, um, I guess, people Too who funny. are in the acting industry, yes, models, uh, singers, some dancers, yeah. ballerinas. There are a lot of ballerinas and ballerinos that go there, which is crazy because, like, <clears throat> that's one of the professions that, even if you do insanely well, they sign you to, and I'm not sure what it's called, but I mean, I guess like a residency, yeah. some, some form of that where they'll have you perform five days a week, um, the matinees, like for yeah. the Nutcracker. Yeah. So, but yeah. those jobs, I mean, you really don't get paid anything, but like those are, those people are working some of the hardest. So wasn't there crazy. like a MTV show about that school too at one point? No, like maybe it was a LaGuardia like a, or PPA. Oh, maybe, yeah, that was, was there's LaGuardia. a couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the MTV show. But oh yeah, God, people like, go there like so Scarlett bad. Johansson, so Alex Daddario, and like a bunch of people who were like there when I was there. But That is crazy. Yeah, it was funny. So cool. So like. Yeah, so I was one of the only, one of the only athletes there. There were a few tennis players. I was an athlete. You were there for tennis. Um, but I was like by far the least serious tennis player. And I went there just because, I mean, I wanted to get more serious about tennis. And I ended up playing tennis at UConn, which do you know? Or well, you know I, I, remember, went to I know you played in college because I remember call, um, Hannah was talking about she yeah. played in college. Yeah, so you guys were um, talking about that. So that's I went to UConn and, and then came back to New York. And I played two and a half years yeah, before stopping. So it was it was a point where there, there was a point where I was like, okay, this is taking up twenty hours a week, and then we're also traveling. Yeah, it's a lot. And of work. I'm not getting what I want to get out of this. We weren't like top in Division One. It was still fun to play, but it was a lot of work. And then. From that point, like after year two and a half, I had so much more time. I was taking improv classes at UConn, yep, taking yep. acting classes, and I wrote a movie script, like an 118-page cool. movie script about, excuse me, the guy who was drafted second behind Peyton Manning in the 1998 NFL draft. And his nice. life turned into shambles. He ended up in jail, drug problems. So I wrote like a fictitious, fictitious rather, uh, movie script about him. And like, cool. if anyone wants to read it, you hit my line, yeah. tedjonesworld.gmail.com. But that took me years to do. And wow. I credit me not being on the tennis team, having that extra amount of time to, mm. you know, probably, I probably wrote 100 pages and in a year and a half. And then within the, like the last three years, I've you know, polished up and, what you know, it's major? ready for somebody to, to read journalism. So I had my cool. own show at UConn on UCTV. No yeah, I was a talking head with like my little blazer on. You know, I ditched the blazer now because I can't do a freaking tie. Yeah, no, That's no, also no, a bit no. I have. I won't do. I won't do it right now. But you come to Ted Jones Comedy Show yes. or Comedy Night with Ted Jones, you hear the bit about the tie and how I don't know how to do a tie. A tie is tough. Ties sometimes. are tough. But yeah, it was um. So I've been doing this kind of talking head, talking to the camera thing for a long time, and this I is love it. what I makes love sense. doing, and also the vlogs and the comedy shows. So. Yeah. It all comes together. Yeah. And yeah. that is so cool. Yeah. So I, I had a weird childhood in growing up in Manhattan, going to a specialized school. Do you still play tennis and coming now? back. Yeah. I mean, the, the, only, the only person that I've played with in the last, I'd say, like, 
eight months has been my dad when I played one time in Florida and Hannah I've played with I was like, gonna ask if like three times. Hannah. Yeah. When she, she, uh, I would like to watch that. She, uh, or the other day we were talking about how we got to get back on the tennis courts just because yeah. in New York, when it's nice out, it's amazing sure, to play tennis. I'm sure. Not when it's like 95 degrees yeah, in the yeah, summer, yeah. but like no, no, a day no, like no. today would be perfect. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Get that. Yeah. The tennis bug <laughs> yeah so i'm excited um cool. so this summer you got shows lined up yeah. where where can we find you more specifically though yes. where do you want people to follow so, you so obviously tiktok instagram are my big social media platforms and they're so both samantha ramsdell sam ramsdell yeah if you look up or if you just type in big game we're putting it right it. here we're putting it right here you guys see big that mouth. type in big mouth big mouth anything to google i'm sure you'll find that was crazy i typed in big mouth subway no, literally siri must have heard you siri knows siri knows what's up um Sam Ramsdell 5 is technically my handle. What? Oh, because um, there's probably four other people at least that have the same least, name as you. At least, yeah. <laughs> and 5, I used to play ice hockey. So you oh, were that's tennis, a good goalie number. I ice hockey. And 5 was my... Were you a goalie? I wasn't. I was a right wing. But um, okay. I also love that there's five points in a star, and I was wanted to be a Are you star. Jewish? No. Oh, that would have been I a wish. good touch. I have been a way cooler. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so Sam Ramsdell 5 instagram and tiktok and then um samantharamsdale.com for tickets or on my instagram too you can find tickets to shows and weird and proud if you you know if you like weird shit yeah please if you're into weird stuff weird and proud podcast and we can listen to that spotify apple podcast yep, youtube youtube yep i don't my you i need to work on my youtube i need to get better at it you know that's an interesting thing to say from a person who's so successful on social media well, like you long form you know it's longer form and i'm so good i've you know, almost like gotten selfish at like, you know, under 30 seconds. I'm like, oh, I can edit this quick, get it out. You know, like I'm just, I need to be better at being patient to like sit down and like, you know, like it takes a long time. Like, I don't think people know like how much time it takes. <laughs> I don't think anyone knows <laughs> how long it takes to edit all of it. You know, it's like, it's a lot of time. Yeah, you gotta so. love it. But also I feel like your your sketches could do very well. On YouTube, yeah, you've and tried I, you know, that. Sometimes I just forget. Like by the time I upload it to TikTok and then Instagram, yes, like, oh, you know. But what about I, a short or whatever. I need, yeah, the shorts. I need to get better. That's something I just need to remind myself to keep doing. But, um, but yes, but yeah, I am on YouTube too. Too. All right, cool, cool. Sam. Thank you so, <gasps> so much for you, coming on the podcast. Always. This was really great. And guys, come to Comedy Night with yes. Ted Jones. Check the link in this YouTube video. You'll see Sam there, and um, it's going to be an amazing time. Sam. You were amazing. Thank Guys, you so much. I'll see you freaking Monday or Thursday, depending on whenever we drop this. All right? <laughs> Peace. Peace